This week's episode of Greetings from Storybrook is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Go to GoDaddy.com for all of your domain and web hosting needs. Save 10% off by going to GoDaddy.com and entering the promo code BLUE13. That's B-L-U-13. This isn't about me. This is about August. He died trying to warn us about someone, about a woman. She, Tamara, has a list of people who live here, what their fairy tale names are. Doesn't that worry you? Greetings from Storybrook. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And this is not magic. It's much better than that. It's a podcast, and right now it's counteracting every magic bone in your body. It's a podcast it's a about podcast. once about time. It's a podcast. Once, a, what, once upon time. Once upon time? Yeah, that's the show we cover. Once upon time. <laughs> on BC. <laughs> but uh, welcome back, folks. We're back for another uh, brand new episode. Unfortunately, uh, th- this is the next to next to last episode uh, for the season. Oh. Yeah, which is a shame. That, Although, I mean, we've already had so many breaks. Now we have to have a long, long, break. long break. Uh, but so long. You know what I noticed when I, w- I was uh, doing all the prep work for the show tonight as far as, you know, making directories and on That's the computer and stuff like that? This is episode 24. That means next week is our 25th episode, which... Uh, That's pretty impressive. ...is a slight milestone, but it's a milestone nonetheless. Yes. It, 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 we would have passed that already had we done our commentaries over the break. Had we but, done everything we said we were going to do, we'd probably hmm. be at like 32. Yeah. yeah no one beats <laughs> us up more than ourselves. Trust us. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. We have a lot to talk about this week, so yes. we should probably go ahead and get into it. Why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us about this week's episode? Greg and Tamara are out to kill magic. Snow gets through to Queenie, but the ending is tragic. Emma and Henry start a new operation, and the beans are burned down at the secret plantation. Storybrooke is in danger and Maleficent scene, all in this week's episode. The Evil Queen. Wahaha. That's, that's, that's how Regina laughs. Yeah, no. No, that's more Rumpel. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely more. Rumpel, yeah. who had a very minor role this week. Yeah, yeah, he basically a cameo. That's kind of okay. Yeah, yeah, especially with what he's doing now. But uh, yeah. as far as talking about this week's episode, <laughs> let's start off with, uh, and I just have one note here uh, in my first point, Greg and Tamara, Magic Hunters. Magic Hunters. I, basically, uh, you know, in this episode, they recruited Hook to try and betray Regina and uh, through some. Oh, you know what? Before we get too into it, okay. I, I do want to mention that on ABC.com, they released the first 10 minutes uh, from Second Start of the Right next week's episode. Uh, so uh, when we're talking, we're going to be assuming that you've watched that. I, But it really didn't give anything any more away than what was given away in the teaser uh, that was played at the end of the episode. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, you know, slightly more lengthened, yeah. but... But that that's very re- relevant to talking about Greg and Tamara because we get to see a little bit of a scene uh, after they've taken Regina, which yes. happens at the end of this episode. Think of it as... Bagger! Bagger! The, it, I mean, really, that 10-minute <laughs> preview, just think of that as the evil queen addendum. Yeah, kind really. of. 
Uh, but uh, it, anyway, anyway, uh, so uh, through that preview and uh, through this episode, uh, we kind of get the impression that they, they're not just there trying to find uh, Greg's dad. Right. And it, 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 they're working for somebody. They're totally working. Towards for- an end, even. Yeah. I'm the more they're there, the more I question your grand um, season finale theories. Yeah. Well, your I theories mean- are not looking so pretty right now. Well, no, I, I, I wouldn't say that. I, I would I say that if the media comes to Storybrooke, it might not be necessarily because of Greg. Hey, that made that made more sense when I thought Greg was just a random dude and not Greg and Tamara Magic Hunters. Right. You know, right. But I, I still think I still think there's going to be some sort of. I don't know if it's media. Expo- though. I, 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 I don't know. I'm not it really is. getting that feeling now. I'm getting I'm getting a kind of heroes vibe. A heroes vibe? It's a heroes vibe. Like heroes the show that was on NBC a few years ago, the superhero show had Hayden We Pant were and kind Tierra of obsessed with it, so Masiaki. that's probably why it's like coming into the forefront. But mm-hmm. it's really kind of has that sort of a public explosion that I kind of feel more. Yeah, so they you, want to be studied. Yeah, so so you're saying if there is a public explosion, exposure, it's, it's going to be yeah. some, someone's going to slip up and expose them. Yes, expose the town. I feel that is kind of the way. Yeah, because they, they were trying to control stuff in Heroes, and now mm-hmm. we have like magical cuff that takes away your power. Yeah, and they had like Which the neck, weird. the neck brace or the neck things that took away their powers in Heroes. Yeah, yeah, uh, which was cribbed <laughs> from uh, X Men. But I, which I'm not an X Man fan, fan. I shouldn't know that X Man. <laughs> um, anyway, no. But I, it, it'll be interesting to see. I, I, I mean, things are definitely coming to a head here. I and it's just, it depends on who they're working for, really. Yeah, I but mean, it doesn't feel like a good guy. Yeah, on one hand, it feels almost like it could be a governmental organization uh-huh. who's out to crush magic in the real world. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, uh, in the preview, I. There, there are some things said by Tamara, and I, I won't spoil that. Well, we're going to spoil the ten minutes of the episode, but not the preview for some reason. But uh, there, there are some things said in that that makes me almost think it's like a holy war or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like like there's some sort of weird anti magic religious, religious sect. Because it, what's the exact line? Do you remember the exact line no. she says? I she, something about magic is or e- er, er, wicked or unholy. Unholy. That was it. Yeah, it's unholy. That was it. Which I thought was a really interesting choice of phrase. And it, it, it I just wonder. It, it kind of opens up the possibility, since obviously you know they had the bracelet that took away Regina's powers. Mm-hmm. They ha- they have all this other stuff to deal with magic. The magic taser, uh, which we'll talk we'll about. We'll talk about the magic taser. <laughs> um, but you know they have all this gear to take down people with magic, and we saw Tamara take down uh, the dragon right. a few episodes back. And so I just wonder how many more magical people are in the real world. Like, how did they get there? How do we not know about them? Mm-hmm. I'm still want to know more about the dragon. Yeah, and it, which has got to be Lando Mulan, mm-hmm. who they need to come back. Come <laughs> on, we got two episodes left. Well, there's some indications that's probably going to happen. I'm sure. I mean, you can't really have a season finale without really wrapping it up. Yeah, but uh, it, it, you know, it just depends on who's controlling them. It it almost feels though for a big overarching arcing. Uh, anti-magic organization they would need more than 30 years to kind of figure things out and learn how to take down people who have magic right so 
who 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 what magical creatures came to uh came the to the real world first although uh, in next week's episode, we'll probably be seeing one of the first, yeah. <laughs> or at least, you know, some of the first. Right. Well, actually, I guess the first would be Bay, technically, or it, that to we know of. To the best of our knowledge. To the best of our knowledge, uh, one of the first people to, uh, magic, people from a magical land, uh, anyway. Bay doesn't really have magic yet. That we know of. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he, he's got to have something. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily think he's the first, though, because, okay, so we're, t- we're talking about everything that we've seen. Yeah. So... Wendy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if for for the we all know the theories we've all had. Mm-hmm. All we've been talking since, about Baby and Peter Pan forever for at least since probably like mid season break. Mm-hmm. So yeah, in, uh, in the preview, Bay when Wendy. he when he comes out of the portal, he's in uh, where do they live? London. London. Yeah, and uh, you know he shows up at the darling, breaks into the darling house to try some and steal bread. some food. Uh, so I. Uh, Obviously, you know, Wendy's going to lead to Peter, which means Peter had been coming to Wendy before that, I would assume. We would assume, but (laughs) we don't know that – I don't know. Like I have some more indications in um, one of my articles later Mm -hmm. uh, regarding um, Tink. Uh huh. So – Interesting. Very interesting. He didn't read ahead. (laughs) Um. (laughs) So again, Greg I, and Tamar are magic I, hunters. I it's, did watch the episode like four times this yeah, week. You really? So. Yeah, really? I just uh, while I was while I was working today, I had it playing double speed uh, while while I was watching it or while I was working, you know, and I just watched it over and over again. I didn't pay attention all four times, but you know, I <laughs> he's caught, going to recite I caught, mid scene for you. Yeah, I caught important bits throughout. But uh, okay. Anyway, um, okay. Anyway, let's just veer away from that because that seems mm-hmm. to be engulfing our life yeah and that's probably going to be a major subject next week we're going to be imagine. talking about that probably for the next year were they mm. officially picked up i don't know i don't think so yet uh well uh abc hasn't made their announcements yeah yet. but nbc made theirs uh the queen uh lana 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 uh, lana per- Pereira? Pereira. yeah something i i forget how to pronounce it but she tweeted out someone tweeted her and asked her when they were going to start shooting season three and she tweeted back july 12th oh well they're picked up then <laughs> yeah so if there even if there isn't an official announcement the actors think they're going back to work so. <laughs> they will not be on vacation in the middle of july um okay so speaking of miss regina is it just <laughs> me or did the scene with her and Henry when she lays out the plan mm-hmm. seem for us and not at all for the world? Like it, like for Henry in particular? Yeah, or? I mean, well, she lays out the whole plan. There is no way in the world mm-hmm. or any of the worlds that she <laughs> thought that Henry was going to be like, yeah, you know, kill my family. Let's go live in the castle. Well, I, I think she kind of addressed that when she was talking to him towards the end there. Because uh, she said, I, Henry was like, why would you even tell me this? And, right. and she says, because I don't have anyone else to talk to. And right. then she erases his memory. So I think it was just something. She, she was giddy about her plan. She knew it was going to be the perfect plan and it was going to work and it was going to get her son back. And she wanted to tell somebody, but she didn't want anyone interfering. So she went to Henry, told him. If he had reacted positively, I'm sure she probably wouldn't have wiped his mind or Well, that would have been silly to wipe But Henry positive. wouldn't have reacted positively to that. No. I mean, as he said in that scene, I'm going to stop you. Right. <laughs> you know? He's like, okay, you're evil. No, no, we can't do that. He's like, I've always known you're a little bit evil, but <laughs> whoa. Um I don't know. It just felt a little fake to me. Like I just mm-hmm. felt 
was this some sort of like plot progression mm-hmm. in hyperdrive? Yeah, well, and we talked about this problem a little bit last week. And I, what was the scene? Uh, scene this? There were a couple scenes this couple, week that were the opening scene. They were slightly like this too, but just scenes where characters are catching other characters up to the plot. And this in this scene, it made a bit of sense because Henry didn't know, and there was a really good character reason. There for was. Regina to go there, she, there she she just wanted to tell somebody. Right, you know she has this great plan, and she got one over on old Snow and Charming. She needs a dog, <laughs> a cat, maybe a hamster, a mouse, a oh. Gus Gus. There's our Gus Gus. There's reference. our Gus Gus. We can make it a drinking game. We should have like a jar where we put a quarter in, and then <laughs> I don't know, buy a pet mouse. <laughs> like it's full. Never, no pet mice. No, but I, there was a scene with a hook in the clock tower yeah. right at the beginning, and oh, the, what was the other? There, there was one other scene where it was characters telling other characters, characters the plot, on. right? Uh, which you know, it's, it's going to happen, especially with everybody working in different timelines, mm. sort of. Yeah, and I, I really think they're trying to push to uh, hook hook some new people here right at the end, especially considering you know, even though what we said before, they haven't made an official announcement about renewing yet, and they're right. probably waiting for the numbers for the finale. So they want to make sure if you're if you just happen to a. Uh, Stay stay on ABC after America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> that uh, that that you know what's going on at least, which makes a bit of sense. Makes but sense. it's annoying to us hardcores. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, so something I thought was really interesting is we kind of got a, we we got another indication of uh, the, the kind of the chronolo- chronological progression of Rumple's plan to get the curse enacted so he could get back to Bay because uh, when. Uh, he comes to Regina and she asks him to, uh, you know, transform her and everything so she can go kill Snow uh, unmolested. That, uh, it, you know, he says he'll do it, uh, but the the deal is that uh, she'll have to stop trading with King George's kingdom uh, in order to, uh, you know, that that's the the trade off. And uh, that's very interesting because if King George's kingdom hadn't gone bankrupt. Then uh, David's brother, uh, what, James? James? Yeah, he, he wouldn't w- be dead. Yeah, he wouldn't be dead. David wouldn't be the prince, and Prince and Snow probably would have never met. Charming and Snow probably would have never met. So uh, it's another yeah. indication of like the multi-layered and uh, multi-layered plan that Rumple was executing throughout their entire time in fairy tale. I wonder if he has a giant chart. I think I think if you I think if you're the dark one you don't necessarily need. I know it's just like plus you know I, he ha- he has that seer power so he can probably like but it's he- the sorting and he needs names. Mm-hmm. I this is my seer powder. <laughs> she she's doing like weird antler things I have, like, on her alien <laughs> antlers. Um, that would be my seer power, but um, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, but I I, I just thought I it definitely was- could see that being a setup because it's a name thing. So it was King George. Mm-hmm. He already that's that's the path that he has to follow. Yeah, it, it, it just overall, just, just another indication of how far-reaching Rumple's plan really was. Like it, it wasn't just a matter of tricking the queen into enacting the curse. This was years in the making. So many people's lives manipulated, improved, and ruined right. just to get them all to Storybrooke. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah. So Snow and Regina, back in the old fairy tale oh, world. Oh yes, the flashback. The flashback. I loved the flashback mm-hmm. this week. Love the flashback. 
Oh yeah, it, really good character piece with uh, the queen and Snow. Snow, although a little sad. A, a little I sad. It's kind of sad. Okay, I was sad for Regina. Mm-hmm. Let's mark it down, ladies and gentlemen. Mark it down because mm-hmm. I'm never sad for Regina. But well, I mean, this I'm was sad. another situation, and this happens with Regina so much, where she was like a a hair away from becoming a good, good person, person again. And then just something she did some, before. Yeah, something she did before or something even sometimes it's even something external from her just happens to, you know, just rob it, take it from her yes, right she when does, she's about she to have it. She just happened to slaughter an entire village. Yeah. The day Poor before. Regina. Poor Regina. She just slaughtered a whole village. Poor maniacal Regina. Show no mercy. No, yeah. but uh, uh, one, th- one thing, uh, you know, addressing that um, is – you know they they were kind of they kind of presented this episode as this is where you know the episode was even called the evil queen this is where she turns evil right but didn't we already kind of get that you she's know she's always been she's never been nice oh definitely not definitely well not. let's take that back she was nice way back yeah before like, before her before true love snow, got really. killed like yeah before snow she was nice but uh, yeah i just thought that uh you know i think the episode where uh the stable boy died which i think was called the stable boy Probably. um but i i thought that was supposed to be oh that's when she turned but this is this- I, I think i think this just takes it to another level from someone who just wants to get revenge on snow to somebody who is willing to sacrifice Everything. everybody in the world right. to get to snow. Yeah. And okay, is it just me or when Rumpel transformed her, she kind of had a very snow esque feel to her? A little bit. I okay. can see that. Because she looked, you know, she had the same round, slightly pudgy face, mm-hmm. the same brown hair. I mean, you can't really say anything about the outfits because the outfits were all going to be the same. Yeah. It, it, but. Hard to say, just because there were so few glimpses of uh, what would you call yourself, Wendy? When no, uh, Wil- Wilma, Wilma, Wilma. Yeah, so, I, I knew it was a W name. Yeah, but you know there were so few glimpses. There of were her. very few glimpses, but it just seemed. Well, I also think that you know they have they they always actually transform people. So I mm-hmm. thought it was weird that they made the choice not to actually just show her as another character for us. Yeah, because I mean, even in the, in the Mad Hatter episode, uh, when she transformed into the old lady it, at the market, uh, you saw her as the old lady at the market. But um, earlier in the episode, we saw her transform as a fisherman. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess this was sort of like their precursor to that. Yeah, and I, I mean, it was a maybe situa- because it was lengthy. It, it was also a situation where Rumple was enacting the curse, or ena- not enacting the curse, enacting the spell, the transformation spell, right. And, you know, there were stipulations to him doing that, including her not having access to, to her magic. Which was fantastic, especially since she mm-hmm. said, I won't need it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, may- maybe it was a situation where th- where it was just sort of like a visual cue that it was a slightly different type of transformation. Right. So. Yeah, possibly. Um, I also really liked, because, you know, they're talking, you know, she's sick. Mm-hmm. And how she just keeps almost giving herself away. You don't know how to do that. Yeah. I can, Snow just looks at her. Yeah, I can hunt. <laughs> Thanks, honey. Um, but like somebody. Taking in- lessons on giving stuff away from Emma, but we'll talk about that later. Oh, uh, uh. yeah. But like another forest, somebody from another forest taught her. Oh, Snow? Who? Yeah. We don't know who. That's another flashback mm-hmm. to, be, to come. I, w- I would almost assume Robin Hood. 
because who, who who in the world do we know uh, that is a good arch is like known for his archery skills? I, I didn't even put that one together. Yeah, I'm guessing maybe it's probably that's Robin why they Hood. were pumping him up so much mm-hmm. last week. Yeah, maybe there's going to be a flashback where, like, a training montage. <laughs> <laughs> Eye of the tiger <laughs> is the will of the fight. I don't like, think those are the actual lyrics. Who knows? Um, um, yeah, but I, I I would guess Robin Hood. Although you know that was on like my second or third watch of the episode. I uh, initially, I yeah, initially uh, I I just thought she was talking about Red or something. Oh, but which could also, be, but I mean, Red's not known for archery. No, skills. but she is known for hunting. She is known for hunting and that for knowing how to navigate the woods. Right. So but it might have been like a combo platter. Mm-hmm. But Red was from her woods. Could have been Lancelot too cuz they were buddies. It's true. We don't know much about the Lancelot. Yeah. Could have been Henry. Who knows? Time travel. He is not the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I if I had to guess I'd say it was It was probably Robin Hood. Yep. It, okay. it was our hood. I like it. Okay, I, I thought I thought this was a really good hook episode, and not just because he made a lot of double entendres. Uh, <laughs> he always makes a lot of double entendres. It's his thing. I mean, I, I, I thought that this was probably the most introspective we've seen Hook, and he was really struggling with the themes of revenge and redemption and moving on throughout the whole episode. Right at the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he uh, he you know he's tells them no or greg and tamara in the clock tower no i'm not gonna help you i already got my revenge i'm done here i just i, I want to get back to my ship and right go take chill. off and do some pirating uh some pirating i think that's the the appropriate the term word. yeah yes. no but uh and uh then they tell him that it didn't work and they show him in uh gold's only appearance i think in the episode yeah gold and or no Lacey. there was one there was one more because nope uh nope was that the same one with Victor kissing his boot? That was the 10-minute preview. Oh, okay. Okay. That, it, it, that was the 10-minute preview. This is why you need to watch the 10-minute preview yeah, cause, because cause we can't cut yeah, that off. We watched it. We weren't going to watch we it. We watched it right after the episode aired, too. So it just kind of felt like, you know, there was a commercial break. <laughs> and then we were right back into it. Right. An Iron Man subway ad. Um, <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, and then he sees Rumpel. And then he's willing to help them. You know, then he's Kinda. then then he goes to Regina and straight up tells her, you know, they sent me here to betray you, and uh, but I don't want to do it. I want to help you, and I I think he was honest in that. I also think he was really affected by Cora's death. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he well was, they spent thirty years together exactly, and they were tight. Mm-hmm. And I mean, time was frozen, but I'm sure you know it was, but it wasn't. Well, I, if anyone could talk during the thirty year freeze. <laughs> Cora. Yeah. And but, turn whoever she wanted to talk mm-hmm. to. But, uh, you know, he was really affected by that. And I think he was really earnest and he really meant, yeah, let's take down Rumple, Let's destroy Storybrooke. And uh, I, I don't know. I almost got the impression that he was, if, if things had progressed that way, that, you know, some romance might have blossomed or something between the two villains. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, re- I really think so. Because at that point, They've both gotten their revenge, and besides Henry, uh, Regina and Henry, uh, they don't have anyone else. That's true. And, you know, who's going to want to associate with the people who killed Everyone. everybody? <laughs> you know, so I, th- I think he was really earnest about that. And I, th- I think the t- real turning point was uh, down um, 
down in, in in the cave uh, before he got kicked over. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, oh, what was the exact line? I watched the episode four times. I should know. In the beginning, that, was that? Re- that revenge is an end and not a, be- or a beginning. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to he's trying to uh, kind kind of appeal to her and say, uh, you you know, uh, you, this won't satisfy you. I, uh, you know, so maybe we should just take off and do something else, grab Henry, whatever. Uh, yeah, that was subtext. Yeah. Um, but in, and she's like, no, I want my revenge and I'll get it any way I can. And I think that was the moment he turned and he was like, okay, I'm going to give her over to Greg and yeah. Tamara. And then when she kicks him into the pit with, with this, I'm sure that probably that solidified it. Yeah, that solidified it a little bit. And I mean, he even says, uh, when they meet back up, up in the library, mm-hmm. Uh, that you know he 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 thought he sh- they shared something and he was he he was about to do it right and, and you know yeah I, I kind of feel bad for him because he can't catch a break I I think he was about to let he he was ready to let it go and yeah. then then she just screwed it all up right but a, it probably my favorite hook episode to date but with uh the two episodes coming up that could probably change that will probably change pardon me. Totally fine. Totally fine. <laughs> you bore me. No. Um, <laughs> no, I really did. I, I did have one question about that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, how did did they save him from Maleficent? Yeah, that was a little unclear to me, that too. Like, how, how did he get back up? Because, I mean... It's a two-man job. At least that's what we were always told. Unless there's magic. Um, and none of those three have magic. Yeah, well... Kind of. Maybe? No. Um... Uh, well, we, we'll talk about that in the news a little bit. <laughs> no, but yeah, it was it was really unclear how Hook got out of the pit after fighting Maleficent. And how to, mo- more to my concern, how did he get past Regina? Yeah, because you'd think she, she. I mean, she he had threw wand- her off a, or she she threw him off of a cliff. Mm-hmm. And she, I, I don't think she had wandered that far away from the elevator. I mean, no. that that upper level doesn't seem very big i mean no. the lower level was massive huge but it, that upper level you know from the scene where emma fought maleficent last season last season's finale right. and this uh scene like it didn't seem big enough to where she could get out of eyesight from the elevator right Who knows? <laughs> or the entrance to the elevator anyway right okay so the beans the beans i believe that she does not have the only bean really how so? Human error. Human error. Magical human error. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she, I fee- she, I know that she burnt them. <laughs> I understand. I a don't feel she'd have only taken one bean. Mm-hmm. She's got another one growing somewhere, probably. Yeah. Well, I or mean, one. You know, mm-hmm. you know the how you always have the something was under the dirt and it didn't yeah. quite get burnt. Sort of what was that show or uh, movie? Something Venice, Tuscany. I don't know, but there's burning mm-hmm. um, vineyards, but there's a cutting that lives and they can rebuild from that. Well, That's what I feel. Mm-hmm. There's a bean. Well, feeding into that, uh, you know, from the preview <laughs> from <laughs> next week, we know that Regina is a bit tied up. Uh, at least at the beginning of the episode. And uh, so they have access to her house. 
where that plant is. I, and they, there were no more beans on the plant, I believe, right? Which seems a little odd to but, me. you know, they could grow They're a magic. new field. Right. They, they can take a cutting of that plant and they have open access to her house as long as Greg and Tamara have her. Right. I mean, they were. I, I was actually surprised in that scene where they broke into her house looking for her, that they didn't just snip, take yeah. take take a cutting, so they could you know restart the field somewhere else. I think at that point though, they were more concerned finding her. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was definitely the main thing. I don't know. I am just determined that is not the only bean. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, there's two possibilities. One that was the only bean. Regina has all the beans and. Whoever's going back to Storybrooke is going back on Regina's beans, or <laughs> that's a really that's weird horrible. phrase. Really, Regina's um, beans. Well, Regina's there's beans. the episode. Yep, title. Regina's beans. I'm going to type it in right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, th- that's one possibility. And the other possibility is that there's a cutting or a st- stray bean out there, right, and that'll be that'll be the way it goes. Yeah. We'll see, though. I mean, I mean, there's only a couple episodes left, so something has to happen. So. <laughs> something major is going mm-hmm. down. <laughs> okay, so uh, a, as kind of a callback to last season, yeah. uh, Emma and Henry team up again for a secret operation, Operation Praying Mantis. Side note, when they first said, oh, Operation Cobra is back in effect, all I could think was... Yay, Operation Cobra podcast. Yes. More power to you. This <laughs> your, is your episode. <laughs> your name is current. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they changed it to Operation Praying Mantis. Operation Praying Mantis. But basically, uh, Emma finds or s- sees that Tamara has a list of all the Storybrooke people. She intentionally and slammed into her, though, which I think was awesome. Like uh, who? Emma? Emma. She saw her, mm-hmm. paused and sort of turned. And then as, as Tamara was coming out, I went, boom, and, like, knocked her over. See, I, 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 didn't, I didn't pick up on that. You're a man. It was, Fair enough. It was, it was a woman thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, it was sort of just like how Tamara mm-hmm. set up Neil with the coffee. Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could definitely it see It was that. very along those lines. Mm-hmm. Like, she knew what was going on, and she wanted, uh, she wanted to shake her. Mm-hmm. She already ha- she already obviously had a bad feeling about her before. Yeah, but then when minus she finds the fact that she's already still in love with Neil, but. the list linking the Storybrooke citizens to their fairy tale character right. counterparts, uh, you know that just sends her into overdrive. And Snow, uh, yep. I thought it was really weird that Snow was so discouraging of the whole idea. I mean, I can see why she, she was thinking about Henry and stuff, but you know, you got to trust your daughter, man. Right. Like, especially when she's taking. She broke the curse. She was the chosen one. Like, <laughs> right. She's the main character. Come on, Snow. Uh, but, you know, Henry and Emma eventually uh, get together and uh, they go uh, on a stakeout in the yellow bug that That's everybody. That's the worst thing to try and stake out. Ooh, duck, duck. Okay. Mm-hmm. The other person, everybody else saw you. It's a yellow bug. Also, uh, you know who would know that car on sight? Uh, Neil. Neil. Because Hi, he, he gave stole it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like why? Why would you uh, do a stakeout in a car of the fiance uh, or that used to be owned by the fiance of the person you're staking out? out. Right. That seems like a bad idea. And then uh, while they're on the stakeout again this week, Emma lets slip that there's a magic bean field to Henry. Oh, like, Emma! Never trust her with a secret. No, no, like, no secrets. She can't keep her mouth shut. She just lets it slip every single time. But she knows when people are lying to her. She do- or kind of. 
This kind of. Oh, it, actually, uh, it, that was that's yeah. my next. That was a great transition, and I completely blew it. I'm sorry, uh, audience and Marie. <laughs> no, but uh, Emma, Emma, the unreliable nature of Emma's superpower is addressed, and uh, there are some indication her superpower being that you know she can tell when people are lying, mm-hmm. and uh, pe- people kind of make comments uh, that it's when she's emotional, it's very unreliable, which. We pointed out several times this season when it seemed very unreliable. But it was... And I I wonder if they threw those lines in because that's a plot point or if they put that line in because it became a plot point because fandom was talking about it. Right. You know, because, I mean, we weren't the only ones saying that. So I'm not saying, yeah, the creators were listening to our show and they changed the show to... uh, but if you are, send us an email. Leave us a voice. Yeah, we want to interview you guys. We'd, uh, we'd like You're to fun. talk to you. Could be a dragon con. It, 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 I mean, Skype. Be good Let's for over it. the break. Let's do it. Promote the show. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, you know, so that that's mentioned, that's brought up, and in a way, it's put to bed. It, it, it's it's made apparent in the show, straight out stated that Emma's superpower is kind of unreliable. So there's that anyway. Okay, so Emma, I don't think you properly checked under that floorboard. Yeah, it seemed like she was just kind of like dead fish. Like, Ugh. I because you know there was the other there was a board under the board, like mm-hmm. sort of splitting into like two sections, and she mm-hmm. only half checked the one side. Yeah, didn't even check the other. And I think it's only because Neil was there. Had he not been there, mm-hmm. she'd have been down there with a flashlight. She'd have been like, yeah, magnifying glass. Ba- basic, basically, if she had found anything with Neil there, she, I, I'm assuming she probably had doubts that he would he would trust the evidence of anything exactly. she found, or that, because he they know each other's tricks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm, I'm guessing she just left it there to investigate later, right? Which which is cool. Although I love that scene with the, with the kicking the door uh-huh. thing, and Henry's just so awkwardly doing it. My and- favorite. Oh hell no! I taught her that. <laughs> you brought po- the kid into this. Po- possibly my favorite Neil Cassidy yeah. moment of the entire series. Yeah, thus far. that was great. They, they, there was just a, actually in that line reading, there was just so much character to it. Mm-hmm. More, I mean, he's he, very New Yorker. Yeah, he he, he <laughs> seems kind of like. I, I, I like the character. I like uh, the actor playing him. I like his portrayal. But sometimes he can come off as a little flat. But it, it, that's not a, a slam. The ca- I think the character's supposed to be emotionally flat because of everything he's been through. Mm-hmm. But that was that was just like a really good character moment. Like you could see who the, if, if you, you showed him. that moment to someone who had never seen the show before, they could t- they could give you uh, his at least his modern world backstory. Right. You know. So it, yeah, they, that was a really good moment. Okay, so uh, Maleficent uh, returned this week, uh, but she didn't come back to life. I completely blocked out the fact that she was killed. Yeah, by Emma. Yeah, like dragon. at first I was just staring at her going, what form is she in? <laughs> yeah, because that's nothing we've ever seen Maleficent do right. before. And it, it was bugging me. So much so that it, what I generally don't like to do this before uh, we record our episodes just to keep us, you know, fresh and clean and you everything. You listened to another one, didn't you? No, I listened to the official one. Oh. And they said, no, Maleficent wasn't alive down there. That The th- thing that happened was her dead body was down there and the spell said Maleficent is there to protect the failsafe. So if the failsafe is in danger, Maleficent must be there to protect it. 
So it kind of resurrected her as kind of like this weird mummy wraith thing. And yeah. so she's not it alive. It looked a lot like Maleficent the actress, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure they modeled it all. I mean, her. obviously, but I just I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it, 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 cool to see Maleficent. And it was a good good action sequence, too. Right. But, it, yeah, I wasn't expecting that at all. I was, I was expecting – because uh, it, it was out there that Maleficent was going to be back this episode. And I was expecting either another flashback or that she was going to somehow come back to life in the pit and – come back into the plot and stir things up a little bit i would which, love to see which that. i was kind of looking forward to but i wasn't disappointed right by what happened either it was a really good scene really good action scene and it was even though she wasn't alive it was cool to get to see her again okay and going off of that how did hook know it was maleficent regina never said maleficent she said an old friend hmm how does hook know maleficent because he recognized her instantly yeah that's true I wonder if they've had a run-in in the past or something. Exactly. Like, uh, the the one thing I kind or of... Or did Cora somehow just start, like, fill him in on all these people? That's very possible, especially if they, if they were able to... Uh, chill you know, for 30 years. Yeah, chill for 30 years. I'm sure they, they told a lot of stories back and forth. Uh, but that's something that I, I we really haven't got a lot of that I'd like to see. I mean, we're, we're obviously going to get some of it now uh in the next couple episodes but hook's backstory i want backstory yeah like what happened not necessarily you know the whole neverland thing because i'm sure that's going to be addressed back and forth and forever uh but you know what what was he up to before he ran into mila you know what was his role in uh fairy tale land in the enchanted forest in the connected worlds right or not well he connected the lands rather Uh, what was his role there before Mila and the Dark One and Neverland and all of that? That would be really interesting to see. That would be cool. So, yeah. Very much so. I, I just think it's neat that he just instantly recognized her. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Anyway. Okay. So uh, one thing – hold on. I have to cough. <coughs> I'm glad you told everybody that you had to cough. I, I lean away from the mic to cough. Um, no, but, uh, one thing I thought was really cool in the whole flashback sequence was Snow's perspective on the, on the, uh, big horse rescue, her, you know, her and Regina's first big meeting mm-hmm. because, uh, Regina kind of saw, saw that as the moment her life ended, went to heck and Snow saw, I think it was really partially responsible for Snow being Snow. Yeah. Snow being Snow, Snow being that good person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, 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 obviously her mother dying very shortly before that, I'm sure probably, probably helped, it help push her towards seed. that. It planted the seed, mm-hmm. but, uh, well, I, I think I, Regina I, saving her mm-hmm. solidified what her mom had told her. Yeah. I, I, I think her mom's death taught her to be a good person. I think Regina's rescue taught her to be a selfless person. Okay. To be a hero. Okay, I like it. Like, I, I, I honestly think, you know, based on what Snow said here about, you know, that moment showing her that someone could risk it all for someone else. I, I really think that if that moment had happened before Snow's mother's death, she probably would have uh, used that candle on herself or something like yeah. that. Yeah. But, you know, you wouldn't want to see that because then where would we be in the story? There wouldn't be a story. There would be no story. <laughs> there would be no story. No, but I thought it was really cool. And you know, I thought it was really cool how Regina reacted to that, too, because she had had that moment. She had that moment locked in her head as the moment everything changed for the worse. And to find out that 
the other person involved in that moment considered it one of the best things to ever happen to her and to shape who she was as a good person, especially when, you know, Regina is kind of straddling the line between good and evil, almost going back and forth. Right. I, I thought it was really powerful. I liked it. It, it was good. It was good times. <laughs> so, so Storybrooke's total destruction. Yeah, the failsafe, the black diamond thing. Yeah, that failsafe thing. Oh, uh, hmm. Interesting. How do we feel about that? Um, I don't know. I can't see them completely eliminating Storybrooke because then you completely eliminate the the pitch for the show, the hook for the show. Right. But maybe something goes wrong with it. Mm. You know what? I, I could almost see. Uh, well, I you know we'll be talking more about the preview, uh, but Greg and Tamara have it now because they took everything off of Regina. Right. And they don't know what it is. Right. So and they're going to send it back to HQ or whatever. What I'm thinking is they somehow accidentally activate it. Mm-hmm. But this is after the big split happens and some people have traveled back to fairy tale land and some people stayed in Storybrooke. And maybe just a limited amount of characters get destroyed with the town. And then the the other ones are safe in fairy tale land for you know the first half of next season or whatever, and then they find some way maybe to restore it. They I, that that's I would find that satisfying. If they destroy Storybrooke, I will be shocked. I will hate it, but I'll really like it because I have a strong Spectral. emotional reaction. Which right. it, you know with it, with fiction, if you have any sort of reaction, even if it's a negative one, then it's, it's doing good. its job. It's doing yeah. its job. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, very interesting to see uh, where that will end up and what will happen to Regina too, because right now she's she's helpless. She's completely helpless, yeah. but she doesn't seem to feel she's helpless. Did you get that feeling from the preview? Well, right, I think we're back in the preview. It, it's a. Uh, I don't know. That's kind of her character too, so it's hard to say. Right, because as mm-hmm. Snow points out, she doesn't like to look vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which I think when she said that, it was nail on the head, and Regina mm-hmm. was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, a, as far as, like, Regina's motivations and stuff, you went from, you know, having known Regina, you know, tangentically, I can't speak, uh, but having kind of known Regina, kind of knowing what her history was and everything, to knowing her, like, family. Like right. no, like Snow does, right? Uh, know, knowing what her true motivations are, and for you know just the general way she is. But uh, we'll see, we'll see. I I I don't want them to destroy Storybrooke though. I really like it. I really feel I like Storybrooke. I feel this season we haven't gotten nearly enough Storybrooke. Like no, there, we really haven't. There, there's gotten... been some great episodes with it, like the episode with Ruby and the wolf and the pitchforks, and that was awesome. Also. Yeah. What happened to Charming's dad? Unknown. He just like disappeared. He's what is he living in the woods? He's probably on another show somewhere. He's on Revolution with uh, <laughs> the everyone's on a different show. The Mr. Glass. Okay, so uh, this episode, the Evil Queen, out of eight of Regina's beans, how many? How many of Regina's beans would you give this episode? Six and a half beans. Six and a half beans? So you're only giving me out of eight, so that sounds really low, but it's yeah. not. Oh, why, why six and a half beans? Because I liked it. A lot happened. We learned a lot about mm-hmm. a lot of people. Yeah. Um, 
I think it was a really nice change of pace after last week's episode because mm-hmm. I wasn't pro Lacey. Um, like pro Lacey the character or pro Lacey the episode? Yeah, a little comedy, a little comedy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we were actually talking about that a bit uh, before we recorded today uh, because I concerning some ratings and stuff like that. Lacey seemed like a really weird episode to come back on because you're taking one of one of the most loved characters and one of the most loved couples uh, in, in the show and smashing it, kind yeah, of completely reversing the dynamic of it, which is interesting. But it, not necessarily the best episode to come back from a month-long break on. No, and I'm, like, I'm sure they didn't necessarily plan it that way. But like you pointed out, it got an emotional reaction, so it did its job. This is true. This from is true. From those people who actually tuned in. I, ju- I just hope those people who had a negative reaction tuned back, tuned back in, in. Tuned back in. Or at least catch up on this week's episode. Because this <laughs> week's episode was everything that's great about the show. Right. It was in this week's episode. Yep. I, in fact, I would give it eight of Regina's magic beans. Oh, snap. Yeah, I, 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 I rarely, I don't think, I, I think I've given one perfect score to one other episode. I'm trying to remember what episode it was. But this week, perfect score. Okay. I, I thought there was, you know, plot development, good plot development. I really liked Hook, as I said. I did like Hook. The flashback was excellent and really kind of fleshed out uh, the backstory even more, which is, you think after all the flashbacks we've had and all the major plot points we've seen, they really can't do any more progression with the backstory. But they do. They really yeah. do. And they they kind of just flesh things out a bit more and open it up. And I really loved it. Sometimes all I can think is <laughs> poor Ginny Godwin or Goodwin trying to like portray all of this in her poor head. Mm-hmm. Like her character has been like pulled this way, pulled that way, pushed this way, pulled that way. And as mm-hmm. – uh, I used well, to be an actress. <laughs> it hurts my head and it hurts me. Well, I mean, all the characters on the show are basically pay- playing, what, three or four characters? Something like that. But I feel like her and Regina mm-hmm. have probably gone through some of the most – they have the most to carry with them that they don't even know yet. Yeah. Like they're – I mean, they don't learn it that much far in advance from when they film mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So, you know, this is stuff that <laughs> – to them really happened 30 plus years ago yeah and they're just like oh like, <laughs> i don't know i can't imagine directing it one one thing and i pointed this out to you already but i want to point it out to our listeners yes, please. Uh, something i thought was really funny and it's just because of uh, my background and like you said yeah uh, you have a background too in acting mm-hmm. is uh right at the be- in the snow charming scene where they're sitting oh, uh, yeah. uh <laughs> by by the uh water and talking about what they're going to do. Do they bring Regina or not? Uh, Mary Margaret Snow uh, says says uh, uh, something about the horrors that... Uh, the horrors. Yeah, she says the horrors that Regina has committed. Uh, I, I, the only reason it really stuck out to me is I was in a play once where I had to say the word horrors, and it kept sounding like whores. <laughs> and so my director told me to say it like... Uh, snow did horror so i'm my my thinking is is that especially when charming right after said, said it properly yeah i i I, th- I think that was the case where it kept coming out the wrong way <laughs> so they corrected her but overall great great episode and uh we'll see where we're going only a couple episodes left should be interesting it should be very interesting now regina has a lot of beans 
She has one bean, to the best of our knowledge. But we're going to pretend she has eight. She burned the fields down. She could have some others squirreled away somewhere. She has a lot of beans. Let's go. She has a lot of beans. She has a lot of beans. And, you know, if she eventually turns to the good side, what's she going to do with those beans? She's going to give one to the good guy so everyone can go back home. But, you know, she's not going to be a queen when they get back. She, right. So she's going to have she to find a some, living. Yeah, she has to find some other uh, method of work. Uh, what I would suggest if I was sitting here with Regina right now would Pretend be to, Regina. Okay, Pitch Re- me. Pitch Reg- me. Regina. Yes, Regina, you're going to need some work when you get back to uh, the Enchanted Forest, aren't you? What is this work you speak of? Um, it's you know what what all the common people do. <laughs> well, you, you <laughs> anyway, know, continue. Sorry. You know, we love you, Regina, but uh, I'm a bad you, Regina. You're, you're not going to be queen anymore. Oh. So you're going to need some sort of income. Now, I, I suggest you sell your magic beans that you have squirreled away. I could sell my magic beans. Yeah, everyone wants the Every, magic everybody bean. Everybody does like a magic bean. I yeah, think they pay a very high price. Lots of gold. Who, who, do, who doesn't want to travel to world, worlds, worlds here, thither, and thither? If I, but, only I knew how to make a hat. Anyway, beans, <laughs> beans. I've got beans. Yes, uh, but the thing is, you know, the Enchanted Forest is so spread out. You don't want to be walking 20, 30 miles between every house to go try and sell these magic beans, do you? I don't, I don't walk. My, that, that and my horse seem, needs a new shoe. Yeah, I was going to so say, I that doesn't seem like you, and that would ruin one of your beautiful, beautiful outfits. And yeah. I'm sure you wouldn't want that. Let us not mess those up. What you should do, Regina, I, and I'm sure you're, they're going to bring this back with them from uh, the real world, is you should set up a website on the internet. To sell these magic beans. A website? A website. You know, like how Henry found Emma? Through that website? But, uh... Yes, that website. Yeah, but basically you can set up a nice e-commerce shop, Regina's Magic Beans. And you you can you can sell them there. You can do inventory. You can do billing. You can do email list. All sorts of stuff. But the thing is, you need a place to host the website. My income's quite limited right now. Your can in- you can you help me out? I will give you a magic <clears throat> bean. Ooh, I I'd love a magic bean. Thank you, Regina. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I can help you out. I can I can I I know this great company called GoDaddy.com. I, I host all my own websites through it, so you know you can That's trust it. That's not like Who'sYourDaddy.com, is it? No, no, absolutely not. But you could register Who'sYourDaddy.com if you wanted to. That doesn't make sense with beans. Continue. Okay. GoDaddy. <laughs> GoDaddy. Tell me more about this. Yes, yes, they're they're a great host. They have all sorts of hosting packages. They have automatic installers for all of your big, uh, you know, web at or web. Uh, platforms like WordPress, Joomla, Drupal, etc., and uh, you, they they also have you know special uh, things set up for e-commerce, like you can get a SSL certificate so people can use their credit cards when they're buying their magic beans. Credit cards, yes. Everything like that, and like you said, you you need some help with the pricing. I am going to need some help with the pricing. Yes. Okay. Well, if you go and you spend thirty dollars at GoDaddy.com, I can save you five bucks. How does that transfer into gold coins? Like the, the the hosting would be half a gold coin, and I can save you like an eighth of a gold coin, All right, let's or do a sixth it. of a gold coin. Let's do it. 
Okay, so uh, if you want to, if you want to set up Regina's magic beans, yes, my magic beans, and uh, you want to do it on GoDaddy, go spend thirty dollars, get your hosting plan, a domain name, maybe maybe some uh, additional support for the e-commerce stuff. Yes, we will need some more support. And uh, just when you go to check out, put in the promo code PODSAVE13, that's P-O-D-S-A-V-E-13, and you'll get five bucks off your order. Oh, I like that. Pod, that's easy to remember. It's sort of mm-hmm. like a bean pod. Yes, and you're saving. And trying to save. You're saving the beans. Save the beans. Pod save 13. This is fantastic. It, it's perfect. It's perfect. I'm in. You're in. Excellent. Where do I sign? GoDaddy.com. Holla. And we want to thank GoDaddy.com very much for sponsoring this week's episode of Greetings from Storybrooke. I and used to be a better actress. <laughs> no, this was improv. <laughs> that may have been our best ad read ever. And now, on to the news. News. Okay, first off, ratings. Uh, I hope you're not, I'm not, I, I hope our audience isn't expecting good news on the ratings. It fell a, a tenth of a point. Uh, I think I saw a figure somewhere 5%. That's a lot, guys. Yeah, from last week to uh, 2.1 uh, share, 7.37 million at 8 p.m., which is very unfortunate. I have I, – like we were saying before, I blame Lacey. I totally blame I, Lacey. Lacey was just the wrong episode to come back on. I think Lacey would have been better placed about three episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Instead of us continually seeing Belle in the hospital. Yeah, but the problem was his Rumpel was away, and then he was dealing with Cora, and then there was a month break, so there really wasn't... Maybe Lacey would have, might have been a better episode for this week, but then Regina's captured, and it's like... It, it, it fit where it did for a reason, and I'm sure they didn't plan it to fall as the first episode the break, back yeah. after the break, but... It's unfortunate, but hopefully we'll we'll pick back up next week after this week's great episode. You this know, people such a good episode. Share the mm. the replay links. You know, yeah. tell your friends. Point people to yeah. What is it? It's like on Hulu. It's on and Hulu. ITunes. It's on ABC. It's on iTunes. Yeah, it's everywhere. Go point watch them it. To our podcast, and then definitely point them to our podcast. We should run some sort of special sometime. Maybe next week. I'll come up with something. A special? Not a special. Like a contest a contest a contest we've done that before with the yeah. with the notes our contests usually do i'm gonna think about this next week there's gonna be a contest for getting maybe like new listeners new viewers new something for that season finale mm-hmm. and then there will be a prize thoughts Inter- you know what i i i know the perfect prize okay which would be a digital copy of the once upon a time novel we just need to figure out how we would we would quantify bringing in new listeners. Oh, that that no, because I'll explain it to you off camera. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll have we'll, we'll have post a, it maybe this week sometime. Yeah, uh, special keep, mini podcast. Keep an eye on our Twitter at GF Storybrook and on our Facebook. We've just decided right now we're going to do a giveaway. We're going to do a giveaway. The Once Upon a Time novel. So if you want to win, stay tuned. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Let's go to the next cool. news story. Okay, news story. Magic versus science. Um, this week on The Examiner, it was a, it was a longish article, so I'm just going to mm-hmm. give you the cliff notes. And we'll have the link uh, in the show notes. Yeah, as greeting, Greetings from storybrook.com, which I don't think we mentioned last week, has a new look now. I tried to uh, kind of unify the look with my, my main uh, company site, meeksmixedmedia.com. 
uh, since, you know, the podcast is kind of a branch off that. Right. Uh, but, you know, it's nice and slick now, so check it out. It's <laughs> slick. Um, okay. So they were just talking. Um, let's see. Who is it? Uh, the key from this uh, season was a lot showing, you know, people being uh, introduced to new worlds, new experiences, and mm-hmm. actually getting to see that since when they, you know, got thrown into Storybook, it wasn't really new. They just didn't know any better. Yeah. So that's that's why when they traveled to New York, they put gold on the airplane mm-hmm. so that you could actually see him experiencing such a new crazy world mm-hmm. for the first time. Like, and that was very effective too. It was really effective and it was really funny how scared he got with everything that he's done. Mm-hmm. But really that is probably one of – like they said, that's probably one of the most magical things in our world is you get basically in a tin can and 18 hours later you're in Australia. Mm-hmm. So like riding a dragon without all the wind. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> um, so it really – like they said, it's like our version of magic. Um they they also were pointing out the gadgets, equipment, and seemingly scientific discoveries for the characters um, that are all touched by something enchanted. That mm-hmm. even includes the now infamous taser yes, that was taser. used by seemingly real-world, our-world character that didn't really electrocute August. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, a lot of people had problems with that that taser. I um, in that moment, making that decision, we never realized the backlash that would be from a taser. We always assumed the audience would assume, oh, that's not a taser. But they did not. <laughs> if I could go back in the season and change one thing, it would be mm. to make it a syringe because she just took out a syringe and shoved it into the dragon. No one would give a cheap. It's a <laughs> um, And if it glowed, you'd get it. It mm. robbed him of the essence. It is what it did. Yeah, see, I I uh, I assumed that it was a magical taser, but I I I'm very out there when it comes to the kind of fiction I consume. So if there's not something weird or magical or supernatural going on with a particular object in th- in something I'm reading, it's unusual. Right. So so that's where my mind goes first when something like that pops up. So, but a lot of people they they just thought it was a normal taser. I like thought it was a normal taser. Some sort of supercharged taser. Yeah, like I mean I figured there was something off about mm. it, but how would this person who's looking for magic have something that could defeat magic? That yeah. drove me nuts, hence I want to know more about mm. the dragon still. Yeah, but they, they they have all sorts of stuff. Like they have the cuff, uh, which some people are theorizing might have some like nanobots or something that are, is what's robbing Regina of her magical powers. But yeah, I, I, I do think it's interesting that they mention here that yeah, these are scientific methods to eliminate magic, but the, there's some sort of enchantment to them, which would make sense because how are you go- going to completely cancel out magic with science when science depends on the laws of the physical world and magic doesn't at all? Right. Actually, magic probably, if you want to get technical, probably depends more on the laws of the natural world. Uh-huh. You know, like I, nature and, you know, sun god and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that was one, one really good article. That was. Okay, there was another really good one on tvguide.com where one of their writers interviewed um, characters as they were uh, – the actors and creators as they were filming the finale. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump ahead to the really good one here. Okay. That was the very end. I kind of mentioned it earlier. Um, 
what about the possibility of characters getting doused with pixie dust and taking flight? Kitness, you have to believe in fairies, is what I heard. <laughs> um, well, that shouldn't be too hard. No, since he writes it. Um, and Regina's actress, uh, Lana, will be flying until the harnesses start to kill our bodies. And then we'll be like, we don't want to fly anymore. <laughs> so... So Eve? there's going to be some flight. Mm-hmm. There's going to mm-hmm. be some flight. I almost wonder if maybe maybe they're not going back to the Enchanted Forest. Maybe Neil's taking them to Neverland or something. Well, the thing is, do we? Kn- how do you control where the bean sends you? This is true. There's there's no mm-hmm. dial. There's no like keypad on a bean. Yeah. You throw like, it, but doesn't have to be it with magic water. No, you, you hook, just, hook just threw it, his into the ocean. I well, again, water. Um, <laughs> but I, was, I think that, I think I, it was indicated that he knew where he was going. Right? Maybe maybe it's a mental thing. Yeah, maybe like it's an whoever intention. Whoever throws the bean. Yeah. So maybe Hook throws the bean. Mm-hmm. Maybe Neil throws the bean. We don't know. Um, something's okay. Where was the other one? Oh, and this one was just sort of fun. Uh, Let's see. When you learn that Star- Storybrooke was in danger of being destroyed in the finale, hello, uh, <laughs> what were your thoughts? And um, Richard Carlyle uh, Gold said, I'd be sincere. Robert. Robert, what did I yeah. say? Richard? Richard, yeah. I am special. <laughs> I'm sorry. My apologies, sir. Um, I'd be sincerely upset to lose Mr. Gold's shop. I'm very, very protective over it. Uh, Snow says, oh, yes, you are. Whispers, none of the rest of us are allowed to touch anything in there. <laughs> and Well, he even – a lot of times like in – you know, on the day that an episode airs, he, he tweets out little snapshots he's taken in the shop and stuff. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and then uh, Lana, even the props that once belonged to us or will get hit in the hand with his cane. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That that's totally expected and totally awesome. Apparently, he's a method actor. <laughs> okay, I. Uh, so there you go. Excellent. Well, that that is our news. Uh, now we're going to move on to listener questions and feedback. First, we're Decent going decent amount of feedback this week. Yeah, definitely. Especially because we're recording on Monday. <laughs> yeah, we're recording on Monday, and our last episode went out what Friday? Thursday. Thursday night. So, uh, yeah, a lot of good feedback. Uh, First, we're going to play a voicemail from Hope where she uh, talks a little bit about Dr. Whale. Hey, guys. This is Hope from Two True Freaks Podcasting Group. First and foremost, thank you so much for putting my my letters to you guys on your blog. That really means a lot to me. I'm wondering where Dr. Whale is because with all this talk of science, he seems like he would be the best ally for Greg and Tamara. He knows science. He brought Daniel back to life in Storybrooke. So he obviously has the means to work science with magic in Storybrooke, and he's familiar with magic. I'm a huge whale watcher. He's my favorite character. So I'm always looking for him and how he can be in the show. All right. Can't wait to hear the new episode. Thanks again, guys. Bye. Well, thank you very much, Hope, for, the, for that you, voicemail. Uh, and uh, if you watch the preview, uh, which, I, which I think you might have, uh, I, think, I think I saw you mention something on Twitter because we follow you on Twitter. Uh, then you, you saw uh, we got a little peek of Dr. Whale. I, I totally agree. Uh, him being a science-based character, he's, he's going to factor into what's going on with Greg and Tamara somehow. Totally. It's just, just a matter of when. Exactly. And they have two episodes to do it, so it'll be <laughs> soon. It'll be, yeah. 
Okay, uh, next we have a letter from uh, our good friend Bud. He's the one who actually our contest we mentioned uh, a little I bit earlier. He, he, he won our contest. Uh, he says, hey, girls and guys, more like girl and guy. Uh, this week's episode of Once Upon a Time was good. I felt that the turn of events was somewhat predictable. I know that Tamara was too sneaky to leave evidence in something as simple as under a floorboard. I feel like he's only giving it five beans. <laughs> Maybe less. Possibly. Maybe four. Four. I wonder if Greg has created something that absorbs magic or if he's done something as complicated as nanomachines. It, this is one of the places I heard that. <laughs> that must be where you heard it. Or something that changes DNA. I wonder where this will lead with the convergence of magic versus science. It's not going the, the way that I originally thought it would. And oh my gosh, it's been proven. <laughs> Neil went to Neverland. Looking forward to hear what you guys think. Uh, keep up the good work, bud. Thank you very Thank much, you, bud, bud, for writing in. I definitely agree. Like, I almost want to say it's hard to say what is in that cuff that's inhibiting her magical powers without knowing the actual source of magic. Like... What, what? Well, they mention bones. Repeatedly, bones have been mentioned mm -hmm. in relation to magic. Yeah. But Emma's magic wasn't bone. Mm -hmm. It was just like, boop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's one of those things where it's really hard to uh, – if, if you were a caveman that got transported to modern times – well, maybe not a ca caveman. Let's say someone from the Victorian era, era who got transported to modern times – uh, you, you know, if someone referred the, uh, said something about the internet to you, uh, they could explain the concept of the internet, but you really wouldn't get it unless you understood what computers and networking right. were. So we need to figure out what the technology behind magic is before we can really kind of guess what the technology behind stopping magic is. Right. I guess. But yeah, uh, really good stuff. You want to read the last one? Sure. This was a tweet from Eliana. El I'm sorry. Elena? 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 Can you please leave a voicemail so I can it stop butchering your name? Yes, please just, leave just, a voicemail. At least it, just be like, hey, this is so-and-so. This is how you say my name. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. I just – I feel bad because my last name always gets butchered <laughs> to heck and back. So I hate doing it. But it's uh, at – a-L-E-A-N-A-24 -A -A on and Twitter. she's pretty cool. Yeah. So, follower. We like her. Um, so she says, Ah, GF Sorberg, do you think Neil Fire, thank you, I enjoy that, is Wendy, one of Wendy's brothers? I, I based on, yeah, based this on the was preview. before, I think, the preview. I think well, she, yeah, even with the preview, though, it's always possible that maybe the darlings took him in. They maybe adopted him. Yeah, Holla. that that's possible. Or, but he he had to have spent spent us hundreds of years in Neverland or whatever, right? Too so, it, or a hundred years. That it, it's not that old. But uh, yeah, I I don't think he's necessarily one of Wendy's brothers as presented in the original stories. But as but we know, being presented as yeah, it was in the original, this show adapts things How to. They want it the plot so he could definitely be an adopted brother for sure i could see that but but, uh, you know because especially because she's like no here i'm not gonna let you starve mm -hmm. and she's she's much prissier in the preview than you picture wendy darling eh. you think wendy darling's prissy a little bit see i don't <laughs> But uh, we want to thank all of all of our fans for uh, writing in yes, and calling so in much. and everything. If you if you want to write in or call in to let us know what you thought about our episode this week or the episode, the episode. next week, 
Uh, if you'd like to have a cry with us about the fact that we only have two more episodes, yes, yes. you can, can you can write in at uh, via email greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail dot com. You can uh, get a hold of us on Twitter at gf storybrook. You can get us on Facebook at greetings from storybrook. Uh, yeah, if Friends you want like the Facebook, Plus. the Google Plus, uh, all of our contact Just information. Go to the website, would you? Yeah, greetingsfromstorybrook dot com. <laughs> and you can also leave a voicemail four two four. Two seven four two three five two. We love voicemails. We Please do leave love voicemails. Voicemail. It's nice to actually hear someone else's voice. Yes, yes. And uh, we, I, I do want to mention real quick. Uh, you know, we're going to have the contest next week to try and bring some new listeners to us to kind of you know help us get a jump start uh, for next season. Uh, but I we do uh, appreciate the iTunes reviews. And yes. if you uh, go to iTunes and leave us a review, a positive, well, it doesn't even have to be positive. Uh, we'll read it on the show, and we really appreciate it because that uh, just kind of helps us stand out a little bit when someone types in "Once Upon a Time" into the podcast app. Uh, so yeah, uh, if you could do that, that'd be great too. Uh, well, do you have anything else, Anne Marie? I'm good. You're good. I'm good. Sorry. Hi. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, <laughs> you know the countdown begins. Uh, join us next week for uh, episode 25. Uh, yeah. So until next week, greetings, greetings from, from Storybrooke. Storybrook.